Well, we've talked a lot uh, over the past uh, probably couple of years, but uh, especially again over the last couple of months and during mm-hmm. the election campaign about uh, surely what seems to be a, a divided um, political landscape in this province and uh, that uh, a lot of us feel very kind of disconnected from each other. And some new research is shedding some light on that. Dr. Jared Wesley, lead researcher with Common Ground Politics. He's a political science professor at the University of Alberta. Dr. Wesley, welcome to the show. Hello, Dr. Wesley. Can you hear us? I certainly can. Oh, Come there on. you are. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now we can, can you, catch up. Can you tell us a little bit about Common Ground? It's it's a research effort. It's with some other academics at the U of A. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah, we started it back in uh, 2019, right after the federal election, um, when we suspected that Albertans were uh, starting to get more and more divided, in, in particular with their relationship with Ottawa. And we've been carrying it out with a series of surveys, uh, since then, and along with some focus groups that we do each summer, uh, even the title "Common Ground" is that is that uh, is that a theory that we have more common ground than maybe what uh, uh, the politics of the day are telling us, or is that a, was that a hope? I sometimes wonder, you know, if if the if the polls skew the results. Yeah, it, it's actually based on evidence, and I, I've been polling in this province for close to 20 years now, and uh, some of my, my colleagues like Janet Brown will, will confirm this. Um, if, you t- if you try to array Albertans on a left-right spectrum, right, from zero far left to ten far right, uh, over half of Albertans place themselves at or near the centre. So there's this tendency among Albertans to consider themselves to be centrist. They, they often identify with the word moderate. And yet that doesn't seem to be reflected, uh, particularly in social media discussions around mm-hmm. politics, uh, particularly around election time. Is that in, in part because we're dealing with a two-party system? Yeah, and that's something that's relatively new for Albertans, right? I mean, I, I come from Manitoba, where we have a have a vibrant uh, party system, much like we see in BC and other provinces. But for Albertans, really, it's been the last decade that they've seen, you know, two at least two parties that have been vying for power that are that, that have a chance of winning. And um, so I think that the politicians are new to this kind of game, a lot of them, uh, but so are Albertans, and we're trying to navigate through this space. And our project is trying to show people that we have a lot more in common than we have uh, that divides us. So is, is the appearance of division, is that just from the squeaky wheels on, on, the, on, the, on the farther edges of uh, the left or right spectrums? Yeah, I mean, to an extent, uh, but also the, the incentives of our system are, are, are built so that parties do have uh, a reason uh, to, to go out and try to differentiate themselves and contrast themselves from one another, and certainly there are differences. And we also know that division is kind of hardwired in, into us as humans, right? Mm-hmm. We tend to want to, you know, join together with people within our in-group, and, and sometimes we tend to get really you know, anxious and even angry at people that are not inside our group. So these are natural tendencies, but... When, when we sit down and take a look at the data, we find that it's just not borne out. Dr. Wesley, are the people, are there people that are just, you know, party, party loyalists or are, are most people, can, can they swing a little bit in there? Yeah, we found that about a quarter of Albertans are what we'd call um, firm, firm partisans, right? Firm partisans either for the New Democrats or the United Conservatives. And what surprised us, I think, in our January survey is that those groups are pretty much equal, right, mm-hmm. in, in number. Um, so we've got, you know, a quarter of the population that is kind of set in their ways will vote for their party no matter what, but 75% are, are what I would call a little bit more flexible. Hmm, interesting. Uh, I am curious as well, because uh, I think this poll del- delved into how we perceive 
the other side or those that we disagree with. I don't know how many times, especially during this election campaign, that if you disagreed with somebody, uh, some people would just go, oh, you're an idiot. You, you have no idea what you're talking about. Is, is it that extreme or is that also uh, more of an outlier? I think that the conversations that the three of us have been part of in politics are a mm-hmm. bit different from the conversations that mm-hmm. average Albertans have. Let's point that out. Yeah. I mean, if I learned anything over the last 20 years, it's that Albertans really don't want to think about politics. I mean, if you think back 20 years ago, we had elections where only about 40% of people showed up. And it mm-hmm. wasn't because they were disaffected with democracy. It's that they liked the way that things were going. They had a PC party that, for the most part... Uh, wanted to govern on behalf of the entire province, for example, and and people just kind of felt either resigned to the fact that those folks would continue to govern forever, <laughs> or they they seem quite comfortable with that style of governance, and it, it, so that's something that's new again that we're seeing in Alberta. It's fascinating stuff trying to delve into the yeah. where's, the whys, and the hows of this. Is there more work to come? Like, what's next down the road? More polling, more surveys. What are you doing? Yeah, so we do two surveys a year. Our next one will be in the field later on this month, but we're really excited to announce that we've added uh, four more communities to our focus group tour this summer. So we're going uh, everywhere from Fort Mac in the north down to Hannah and uh, Lethbridge in the south. Folks can go to commongroundpolitics.ca if they're interested in participating in our focus groups. Those sessions are really about trying to find the things that bind us together as Albertans. And as I mentioned, it's not policy that divides us. It's not ideas that divides us. Often it's it's identity, and we're trying to pick that apart uh, through our focus group research. It, it just it just does never seem at this point that uh, that 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 gap is going to be bridged. It just feels so. Yeah. It, it, it just feels so far apart um, all the time now. Maybe it's just because yeah, again, of my job. I, I say, <laughs> yeah, there, there, there are those of us that are really in into the political discussion, yeah. um, but but we're abnormal. I think most Albertans, uh, for better or worse, want to go along to get along, and I think that they are thirsty for leadership that that brings them, you know, boring, stable government again. And to the extent that a party is able to step up, step up and promise that or deliver that, I think that that they'll, they'll have a good shot of winning the next election. I love that as an election campaign slogan. <laughs> we will be effective and boring. And boring and stable. <laughs> <laughs> that would be right. outstanding. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Wesley, uh, before we let you go, I'm curious your your thoughts on, um, you know, when we talk about, you know, this divide, and we've certainly seen it um, the way that, um, you know, the rural-urban divide uh, played out during the election. What does the Premier need to do to, uh, to, to help bring everybody together. Yeah, this is a bit of a unique situation where we have a premier who, in her own words, during the campaign was not, you know, pursuing an 87-seat strategy, right? Trying to win support in all parts of the province. She was quite open with the fact that she'd be happy with a narrow majority that was built in rural Alberta and, and Calgary. I think um, if, if she takes the premier's job seriously and the folks around her are, are geared that way, she'll, she'll start to govern on behalf of all Albertans. That means listening to elected officials from, from, this, from this city up here in Edmonton um, and, and engaging them in a meaningful way. The, the challenge for her, I think, is that the folks that she has worked into her base are, would not be happy with all of branches. Right. So mm. the most active, the squeaky wheels, as you put them, will be will be holding her feet to the fire and not caving or or, uh, you know, uh, 
you know, reaching reaching across the aisle mm-hmm. to folks that, that they see, honestly, a lot of these folks see them as the enemy. I think if we have a premier that's able to talk to those folks and say, no, we're all Albertans, we need to govern for this whole province, I think we'll all be in better spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more quick one from me. Uh, since we don't have just that fuel being added to the fire of an election campaign or the build-up to that election campaign, uh, as you go through and do these fo- focus groups, is, is it easier and is, is it a better time to sit back and reflect now as opposed to at the height of all that uh, intensity? Well, we're going to find out, yeah. right? So we've done, we put some feelers out to these communities and said, how, how open is your community to having these discussions? And so far, with the exception of a few that are in evacuation zones, we're, mm-hmm. we're happy to go out and meet with them. I'd say that, you know, that we're, we're, we're in a permanent campaign in Alberta. Right. And again, that's something new for us. But other jurisdictions have been in places where even when you're in government, you're still campaigning. Even when you're in opposition, you're still trying to to win over voters and mobilize support. Um, So for the folks that are really engaged in politics, the next four years are going to be just as intense as, as they have been for the last year or so. Have fun, Dr. Wesley. (laughs) Thanks so much for having me on. I know. It It was was great to talk with you. Dr. Jared Wesley uh, joining us. If you want to find out more uh, as well, um, go to Common Ground Politics. Uh, There's uh, talks about uh, the surveys uh, that they're doing, the communities that they're going to as well. Yeah, the focus groups. It's interesting. It's it's a good time to reflect. It is fascinating. It does seem like we're in a perpetual campaign. But even on a federal level, it seems like it doesn't matter when the next election is. It's campaigning during that. You're getting ready for the next round almost never ending yeah yeah almost now that you now i think about it more and more it just you know or is it us it it could it could be in part us just because of Of the jobs that we have like i you know i i know people i talk to people who have absolutely no idea nor do they do they care one iota about what's going on uh, that way on the political stuff. They go, okay, they know, okay, that's the premier, this is whatever. They don't get into it. And I think, how lovely that must be at times. Well, and I'm not saying that it's called ignorance is bliss. That's right. Sometimes. Until until something happens that, well, I wish I would have been able to do. uh, So it's it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it is blissful ignorance sometimes, but then also it's tough to get involved in that world. It it can be emotionally harsh.